Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled mompreneur who hits news until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned how to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can learn how to stop picking at your kids' leftover food, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of the to-do list so you go to bed feeling fantastic about your day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Perlman. This is the Healthy Habits for Life show. Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of Healthy Habits for Life. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman. I'm your host, and I'm so excited to have with me today Rosemary Brudico, who is a beauty counter consultant, and we are talking all about skincare habits, which is so helpful because I have to admit this is really not my strong suit, and I am learning a lot from Rosemary, and I'm really looking forward to hearing what she has to share with all of us today. And, um, and it ties so nicely into everything that I've been talking about in terms of habits. And Rosemary is someone who really subscribes to this philosophy as well, that we are the sum of our daily habits. And the more you work on establishing consistent habits, then the better your life is day to day. So today we're going to talk about the skincare aspect of that. So let me tell you a little bit about Rosemary. Rosemary is a skincare enthusiast. So becoming a beauty counter consultant was a very easy decision for her to make, she says, because it fuels her passion for skincare. She loves connecting with women of all ages and sharing the high performance and goodness of beauty counter, a leader in the clean beauty market. While the company is primarily a direct sales business, they have storefronts in New York City, L.A., Denver, Colorado and Nantucket. Rosemary formerly had her own public relations firm, which she transformed into a book writing business. She's written books on home design and business, and her claim to fame is ghostwriting a memoir by the first Black American woman who graduated from Harvard Business School in 1969, the height of the civil rights era. The book is called The Road to Someplace Better by Lillian Lincoln Lambert, and it's a rag, rags to riches story published by John Wiley and Sunt. Rosemary is a lifelong learner, a connector and communicator, which is why Beauty Counter is such a good fit for her personality. In her free time, she loves hanging out with her husband and dog, going for long walks, especially with her dog-loving friends, sitting by the fire with a good book or watching a movie. Since COVID, sadly, a lot of things have been so hard to do. Uh, one of Rosemary's goals for 2021 is getting into an exercise program and developing better exercise habits. And so we are teaming up and we'll be talking more about that over the next several months. So welcome, Rosemary. I'm so glad you're joining me today. Thank you, Carol. This is so delightful because you speak to my um, heart when you're talking about habits, because I've learned, as you so um, aptly said, you know, we are the sum of our habits. So the whole name of the game in, in becoming a better version of ourselves is to getting rid of our bad habits and adopting good habits, which takes conscientious, purposeful thinking and a, and a program that you're that you're committed to um, without this commitment. It's, you have nothing. So it really does. And it's amazing, though, you know, when you haven't studied habits, it feels really foreign. 
But when you read about it or when you attend some trainings about it, it's really not that hard. Sometimes you just hear these very simple nuggets and these nuggets stick with you and really help you create the building blocks for habits. Um, so it's, I want everybody to know it's very doable, even though it might feel foreign in the beginning, it's very doable. Yeah. And I know we speak the same language. That's how we really first connected, I think, was just this idea of habits and how yeah. our days are are built upon a series of habits. So right. tell me a little bit, I would love to hear a little bit more about how you got involved with Beauty Counter. Okay. Well, it was kind of a, it was a serendipitous moment. I was in my car um, listening to NPR and I heard the CEO of Beauty Counter being interviewed by NPR. And it w- wasn't about the skincare products at all. It was about how she and 100 of her um, Beauty Counter consultants were marching on Washington. They were going to march, they were going to march on Washington to start to initiate um, better skincare laws. And uh, sadly, um, she said that the FDA is not um, a beauty industry friend. And the last time the industry uh, initiated laws was over 80 years ago. So today we have 30 toxic ingredients. They have, FDA has um, banned 30 ingredients and Beauty Counter's claim to fame is that we have publicly published a never list that contains 1,800 chemicals or ingredients that we will never have in our products. So we were the first to establish that, and we were the first to establish the we were the first to establish clean beauty, coined the um, the phrase clean beauty. So um, you know, eight years later, here we are. But this one, this wonderful woman is taking a chance and. And actually, her goal is not necessarily to make beauty counter like the be all and end all of every woman's cosmetic bag, but she just wants to change the industry. So she's if she has to go out of if she goes out of business because everyone is has has you know surpassed her in the beauty industry and in the clean beauty industry and they're all better products. She said, "Glad I did my I did my job." So her her job first and foremost is to change the industry. And with that, I just want to say something else. I, I know. So I, I was kind of interested, again, I'm a skincare junkie per se. So I really was like not even interested in the, in, not even interested in the movement, but I put the, um, the product, the brand in the back burner. But then that week I, I happened to be watching um, Lester Holt, um, NBC, and they were talking about, they had an expose on the beauty industry being sold through the um, online networks, the major networks, Amazon, Walmart, and Target. And they said, they did a whole expose about certain products and they they discovered that a lot of those products that you buy through those um, online sites are are counterfeit products. um, There are a lot of artists who, who will package um, like a Lancome or a Shiseido product and make you think that you're getting those products, but in fact, you're not. And they're filling those products with, um, with, with very bad products. So the warning there was do not buy any beauty products online. And then they went into don't buy anything consumable online because there are a lot of scam artists out there. And I often wondered why the products were so much cheaper online. Like you can go online, you say, oh my gosh, Lancome, the products that are half the cost is because you don't really know what you're getting because these, these online, excuse me, uh, networks, they don't, they don't um, monitor, they're just distributors. So they're just, um, they, they have no idea what, where the, where the source of their products is. So with that, I said, okay, there's something to this 
beauty counter. So it's funny how things just happen. Like you go boom, 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 boom. First it comes into your subconscious, then it comes into your conscious. And then it makes, then I was spurred to action. When I heard that, I said, I've got to join this company. And I never tried the products, never tried the products. Wow. That's incredible. Just believed in the mission. Yeah. So the universe was speaking to you. The universe was yeah, yeah. signs over and over and you, and you had your eyes open to them to say, wait a minute, you know, this is really striking a chord with me. I have to really pay attention to this. And you felt compelled mm-hmm. to get involved. And that's amazing. I didn't know this story about Beauty Counter. Um, the fact that it's mission-based, mission-driven. And I have to tell you that it is so maddening to me that the laws are the way they are or that they're not, you know, the way they should be in the fact that these chemicals and these ingredients that are so toxic are allowed to, um, to be used in the products that we put on our skin because it's all absorbed. I'm sure you're going to talk about this, but it's all absorbed into our body from our, the skin, our biggest organ, right? Right. So it's so maddening that there is not better regulation around this, um, similar to the food industry, which also drives me bonkers. And I could go on and on about that. But I really love that there are women like this founder and that there are companies who are really trying to not only raise awareness, you know, person by person, but also working, um, you know, with the legal system to change the laws so that there's a better standard. So I think that's that's really amazing. And that, um, is something that sets one company apart from many others. Yeah. So, um, okay. So tell me, you know, there are a couple of companies out there. There are certainly many cosmetic companies. There are many skincare companies. What would you say distinguishes beauty counter from the others? Well, again, we are kind of the leaders in the clean beauty market. We have our never list and we're self-regulators. We we um, don't wait for anyone to tell us, oh, this is not a bad, this is a bad product. So we're, we're completely self-regulated. We have high standard in everything we do. We're transparent. And um, because of our never list, I mean, you could you could look at all of our ingredients and you know what's in those ingredients. And a lot of companies, they can call themselves natural um, beauty, but you they you can only they only have to disclose what's natural so there might be some hidden products that they don't disclose so we are completely like transparent natural fragrance or natural well, actually fragrance we don't even use fragrance because the um, fragrance is where all the nasty uh, chemicals and toxins are put because you 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 can't tear apart a fragrance you can't say okay what's in that fragrance so that's another thing. If you see fragrance on any of your in any of your cosmetics, you know that's a telltale sign that it, there's it's not natural. So we we do um, live by our um, our motto. We live by our standards. Um, we are always pushing the envelope in the in the um, in the beauty industry. Um, and there are there are copycats. We have there's another company that calls itself. They have come up with the the um, blacklist but we're you know it's like we were the first um, to come up with our, our our published never list hello friends it's carol perlman coming on to say hello and thank you so much for listening i hope you've been enjoying these episodes as much as i've enjoyed creating them for you i wanted to make sure you knew about a special program that is currently being offered on my website If you go to www.healthybenumber4lifebycarolperlman.com, 
You'll see more information about my current time management classes. If you follow me on social media, if you listen to my podcast, you know that I believe time management is behind almost every single one of your goals. And the more you can perfect your skills in time management, the more successful you're going to be in reaching your goals. I have created what I believe is a really outstanding class. I've been studying time management for years. I've been perfecting my own system and I've been teaching others for almost 15 years now. I created an online course, a 21 day habit formation course that is now available to you. They, quote unquote, they say it takes 21 days to create a new habit. And I find that that is often time the case. So go look on the website, healthy for life by carolperlman.com and you will see current offerings. I have several different time management classes for specific audiences, but the general one is just the it's about time, time management class. You'll see all the details there. You'll see the upcoming start date and there's always the opportunity to buy the workbook and complete the course as a self-paced course and take it at your own speed. It's one exercise a day. All you need to commit is 10, maybe 15 minutes a day. Step-by-step, you will create new habits that last a lifetime for better time management. Check it out, and I hope to see you in one of the classes. Thanks again for listening. So so what's unique about Beauty Counter is the high standard that you use in terms of what's allowed in your ingredients and the mission, the broader mission to really change the, the industry and the legal system. So let's bring it down to the individual person. And are the products, by the way, for women and men? We- yes, there are. Yep, we have we have our counterman collection, which is we we, we say that um, men men need grooming just as much as women need beauty. So we, we call it a grooming grooming products for men and beauty products for women. So just- okay. So as we think about products and as we think about daily skincare habits, what would you say? are the top habits. So, you know, and make it really simple because keep in mind there are people like me who are really terrible minimalists. So for the beginners out there, what would you say are the top habits that men and women should, um, should follow to take care of their skin? Okay. Well, first you have to have an awareness of your skin. As you said, you know, our skin is the largest organ and sometimes we take that for granted, like we go, oh, it's just our skin. But you know, we'll take care of our our bodies and our the way we look and things like that, and maybe our hair. But it's like we don't take care of our skin because I think after a certain point you say, oh, well, my skin is my skin is my skin, and I can't do anything about it. Um, so first, you have to acknowledge that your skin is a very important part of your appearance, um, and especially as you age, um, people think, oh, you're you know, as you age, you just you have to. You have to just accept who you are, and that's so untrue. You know, you can begin anywhere, and you'll see an improvement in your skin. So I think some of the habits that a lot of people um, maybe, you know, are prone to do, which are not so good, you know, it's all about developing a good skincare, ha- good skincare habits, is that some of us will um, be too tired to... Um, to clean their face, to, to cleanse their faces at night. They'll just say, oh, I'm too tired. And fortunately, we have those little handy uh, makeup wipes. So people go, well, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, um, I'm not going to bed with a dirty face. I'm, I'm using my makeup wipes, but, I, but that's, only a, that's really not the, the total solution. That's like getting, actually, a makeup wipe is just that. It takes off your makeup. It doesn't cleanse your pores. 
So if you really become conscious of that, that's really not a good habit. Like, I mean, I ask people, would you go to bed without brushing your teeth? You know, and nowadays, especially with the whole COVID thing, our, our awareness of uh, cleanliness and sanitation is because we have a much higher awareness that we're always washing our hands. Um, so before you go to bed, why don't you just wash your face? So I would say that would be a first start of, you know, getting just um, if you do, if you are that type of person who just falls asleep with your makeup on or doesn't wash your face, think about washing your hands. And then as you're washing your hands at night, you just, you get that one product and you make that product visible. And all you need is a cleanser. I would start, I start people out with like I meet them where they are. If, if they're not used to skincare products or skincare regimes, I'm not going to say, well, just get these five products and start up, you know, that's ridiculous. So you just have to meet them like to use a cleanser. So with, uh, with people who don't, who fall asleep before they clean their faces, I would say just um, have that cleanser handy. And instead of waiting until you're dead tired, uh, maybe after after um, you eat, after dinner, after dessert, you say, okay, I'm, I'm awake enough to um, to wash my face. And then also you'll look at yourself and you'll, and like, I, I'd like to say that when I'm cleansing my skin, I'm looking at myself and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, oh, I'm cleansing the, the day, the grime, the buildup of the day off my skin. And like, like you kind of, it gives you an appreciation moment of, of being good to yourself. Almost like you're bringing some mindfulness into it and some gratitude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know with my cleansing, I actually massage my face for like five, you know, five minutes or two minutes. Just and that's good because you're you're stirc- you know you um you're bringing blood to your the surface of your face and it's like it's, so it's a good circulation thing. And also when you're um, cleaning your face, that's a perfect time to um, brush your teeth. So it's like a two for one activity. Um, and after you brush your teeth, I don't know about you, but I do not like to eat after I brush my teeth. So instead of like going down after I brush my teeth and snacking, I'm like, okay, that's it. Like I'm not putting anything more in my mouth. So that might be a way. It also kind of helps you curb the snacking at night. Yeah. 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 And then you just feel fresh and, um, clean when you go to bed. So that's, that's, that's one habit. And then, as I said, I just meet people where they are. I mean, not everybody's going to be into like having a skincare regimen and um, you just have to say, okay, but the three basic um, products that one should use, or once you start to realize that your skin is very important is a cleanser, a moisturizer and an eye cream. Mm-hmm. So um, step number one is take the makeup off and take the makeup off. Get that right? face. And then step number two is cleanse your face. And it's really interesting as you, as you talk, I'm thinking about it. You know, we walk around, even though we're mostly in our houses, but we would feel this way even more if, if you were walking around in the city and you think about all the grime that's just kind of in the air that is landing on our face and on our skin. And then we go to bed and we never really move that off. Clean our, yeah. That's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you think about it, you're putting your dirty face on your clean pillow, which then becomes dirty. So the whole thing is just, you know, if you, I mean, I have just become a convert through beauty counter. I mean, it's affected every part of my life from the household products that I, that I use to um, how I treat my skin, how I take care of my, in you know, everything. And it's, and it's um, it, it becomes a lifestyle change, how you become conscious of everything. 
Well, I love what you said, going back to the, um, the combining, you know, when you wash your face while you're at it, brush your teeth. So there's a term in, in, um, in the field of habits, which I know, you know, called habit stacking. And when you're trying to learn one new, well, there are two different aspects of it here. So one is that when you're trying to learn one new habit, it helps to work that in on top of something that you're already doing. So let's take it for the reverse. Let's say you as you mentioned, most people brush their teeth. I hope so. You know, we're adults. Let's <laughs> brush our teeth. It's kind of automatic. You know, you wouldn't go to bed without doing that. So the idea would be to stack on top of that the next step um, or the next habit, which is cleaning your face. And so then over time, maybe you have to think about it consciously for a little while. Okay, while I brush my teeth, I'm going to also cleanse my face. But then over time, they both become habitual and you stack those two habits together. And so um, like you said, it's that two for one, you combine them and then you only have to think about one thing, which you're really not even thinking about anyway, because it's automatic and it's just what you do. And I love what you said about taking it one step at a time. You know, it can be, again, I can speak from a, from a patient standpoint or, or, you know, your prime client standpoint of someone who doesn't do a whole lot. It can feel really daunting if someone were to lay out seven different steps for me and seven different potions that they wanted me to use. I'd probably get so overwhelmed that I wouldn't do anything. But if you tell me, okay, just add on this one next thing, brush your teeth and then cleanse your face. Okay, I can do that and give me maybe a month to get used to that. And now I might be ready to stack one more habit. So the next thing you said after, so remove your makeup, cleanse your face. The next thing would be um, lotion. Um, um, moisturizer. 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 Yeah, because okay. you should always hydrate your skin. Um, so that's adding moisture and hydration to your skin. Well, so that would be if you hydrate your skin. What's going to change about it? What's that? If you hydrate your skin, how will it? Change? Your, well, your skin becomes more um, supple looking. It um, doesn't. You don't have a lot of those cracks and wrinkles and things like that. Um, and it just looks. It, you just start to see uh, a more radiant, youthful looking uh, looking complexion. It's like smoothed um, over more. Yeah, like yeah. smoothed over. I mean, I can tell you that within 10 days of using Beauty Counter, and this is a real testimonial that one of my friends at work saw a difference in my complexion. That's amazing. And she said to me, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, well, I'm just using this new, new, new line. And I wasn't even convinced that it, you know, I wasn't, I was, I don't know. I just said, okay, I'll try it and see what happens. And then she said, I don't care what it is, how much it costs. I want my skin to look like yours. And she was my first client. This is 10 days into it. And that's how it goes. You know, don't you find, you know, these days when we find something we love, we just want to share it. If you go to a restaurant and you love this restaurant, you have the most amazing dish. When you get home, you're going to tell everybody, you know, and you're going to say, you have to go here. You, I want you to have that same experience that I did because it was so good for me. I want you to have it. And we do that with all these other products. And that's why, I mean, this is a whole nother conversation we can have, the whole idea of network marketing. But right. um, I know we both agree on this, that it's such a powerful um, system, you know, because when we genuinely love something, we want to share it. And then it's easier to trust. You know, if, if I know and trust you and you're telling me that this is a great experience for you, then, I, you know, it's just easier to get right on board because someone right. else has done all the yeah. research and yeah. you trust them. So. Yeah. You Without, trust the you trust the source, you know. Yeah. If you you know, and 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 we do rely on our friends to to tell us what's good and what's not so good too. You know, right, um, right, because we can't all do all the research. You know, right, right. I know. Like we have to short circuit something. Yeah. 
So, all right, let's back up. So the last um, habit you were talking about was the eye cream. So tell me about that and why that's important. The eye cream also, again, it's to eliminate wrinkles and um, puffiness or, um, red, you know, if you have red eye um, or just a puffy look. And um, the skin around our eye is very thin. Um, and that's where, you, that's where you start to see the aging process first, because our eyes were very expressive with our eyes. We're always you know, raising our eyebrows and blinking. Um, so having a, having a cream that just um, softens the, um, the lines. Um, and in most eye creams, I mean, there's, I mean, I really do believe that people like, I really do have um, dark circles and a lot of that it has to do because I'm not, I don't sleep very well. (laughs) That's another thing. Yeah. Another habit. We could do a whole nother episode on that. Yeah. Right. But I, I Mediterranean. So I've always have been, I was born with like dark circles. Um, So it, it, for me, it's 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 lightened. I have to really work on the eye area. I'll be be perfectly honest with you, and it's mainly because I need to get more sleep. Um, but also, I've discovered that as you get older, what I see in an aging woman is not the crow's feet; it's her skin. It's 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 how her complexion looks, or like the the healthiness of her skin on her cheeks. Um, because we all, I mean, even when, you, when you're in your 20s and 30s, you start to develop crow's feet, you know, and sometimes it looked really odd. Like I could, I could spot a woman who's done Botox mm. just because it's very unnatural not to have crow's feet when you're 50 or 60 years old. I actually really like them. What? The crow's, crow's feet? feet? Oh, there you go. A I, convert. I, they, they tell a story. They do. They do. So you don't want to wipe out stories, you know, I mean, you do if they're sad stories, (laughs) right? but so, and I don't look at a woman's crow's feet. Um, What I look like, I look at is her skin. Is her skin soft and supple? Does it look healthy? Does it look radiant? And that's where these skincare products really do their thing. Um, It's all about um, just having that glow and you you know, it, it's like a, a tree. After a while, it's just exposed to the elements. And that that bark gets really hard and brittle and tough. Well, our skin, as we get older, gets brittle and hard and tough. So we do need things to yeah. soften um, our look. So why do we need a separate eye cream? How is that going to be different from the moisturizer that you might use on the rest of your face? Well, it's just a, they're different ingredients. It's more um, like everything. I mean, like you would say, why do you why do you need all those different products? And why do you need a cleanser? Why do you need a moisturizer? Why did why don't you you know why don't you just have one product? Well, you know these products are formulated with specific target areas in mind. There's there's a target area for your eye cream. So there's certain ingredients in your eye cream that may not be in your moisturizer or your, or your obviously your cleanser. Your cleanser has totally different ingredients yeah. than your moisturizer or your eye cream. But it's just, um, there might be some, you know, I don't really know all the products, all the ingredients in yeah. a beauty counter eye cream, but it's just, um, they're targeted. And that's why you have a regimen. That's why serums are really very, um, growing in popularity, serums and oils. Because okay, what is the serum? I don't, I don't understand what a serum is. Okay. I told you I'm a, a ser- really... What's that? I told That's you. That's okay. It's okay. You know, I mean, actually, serums um, serums and oil have just hit the American beauty scene. They're really well known in uh, Japan and the European marketplace. I mean, the European, especially European women, are so far advanced in terms of the skincare um, 
regimens. But a serum is just, it's a lightweight um, product that you put on after you after you cleanse your face and before you moisturize it. So it would be like the second, second product in your regimen. And it really penetrates. Um, it's very lightweight, so it, it penetrates into your skin. And that's where it, it, it kind of makes your skin more supple and plumper. So it really gives your skin a more supple, um, firmer look. It's, it's great around your, um, your neck and your um, lips, not your lips, your cheeks and things like that. So it just penetrates your skin and it, um, some serums have hyaluronic acid and salic acid and things like that. So that's a really good uh, morning and night um, product after you cleanse. Okay. I have another and, silly question for you. Okay. And how do you apply that? Do you use a cotton ball or do you splash it? What do you do with that? Um, the serum actually, well, yeah, I can only speak for beauty counter. It has a, um, it's it's in a it's in a bottle and actually another thing about our our products is that they're glass they're not plastic so mm -hmm. we're always thinking you know we are a complete um, company we think yeah. about our, the carbon footprint too so it's a little bottle and you just take like one or two pumps that's another thing about beauty counter a little goes a long way so people are going oh that's expensive but you know when you amateurize it over months like maybe you know six dollars every month. Um, so you just pump it in your hand and then you, I, I apply my products with my, uh, my, my face with my hands, because first of all, I love touching my face because it makes me feel good. And I don't like to contaminate brushes and things like that. That's getting another area of like keeping your brushes and your cloths, you know, face cloths clean. Yeah. So, and I'm always washing my hands anyway. So I feel like my clamp, my hands are really clean. So you just apply it. Um, and then you, um, you let it dry and then you use a night cream, which in um, Beauty Counter, we have two, two there it's a moisture, it's moisturizer. Night cream is a moisturizer. We have a day moisturizer, which is light and the night moisturizer is heavier. So you really feel that, that the, um, that the product is really penetrating and protecting and hydrating your face. Um, some people like going from this is a more advanced user um, that's why i really say you have to meet people where they are because you know if i if i'm telling people about serums and oils and they're barely washing their face like really you know i you can get overwhelmed pretty quickly but an oil and i have this in my newsletter i, ha I have an, um, an article about the um, serums versus oil um, so if anybody wants my newsletter i can um, i'll be glad to send it to them um, but oils um so Serums penetrate the skin because they're light and they just absorb into the skin quickly and oil sits on your face. So like we have a, um, an oil, a, um, a vitamin C oil. So that would be the last, that would be a product that you put on your face and it just, it kind of sits on your face more. So it just protects your, protects your um, epidermis or your skin. And then um, it just may add a, add a glow a serum, um, the oils, have that, like, especially the vitamin C, it just adds a little bit of radiance and makes your face have a little bit more of a glow, whereas the serum, you don't really have a glow. So would but, you uh, use those oils in the morning or at night? You could use them in the morning or at night. Um, I tend to, um, actually, I've, uh, I, I have my, my routine changes. And actually, that's another thing. It's like when you shake up your routine, it's better because your skin, you know, sometimes you get, you, your skin gets used to certain things. Yes. So I shake it up a little bit. But you can use the uh, oil. I would say um, use the oil at night. 
um, after you, you know, I would use I would use the serum during the day and maybe the oil at night if that's if that's how you wanted to look at it. Um, yeah. Applying applying layers of products sometimes just overwhelms people, and then they begin to say, "Well, does, do I really need this?" And I, the point is not just not to have people say, "I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that." You want people to really use the products in an intelligent way. So, and yeah. we we really pride ourselves in, in that we are an education-based company. We, we teach women how to take care of their skin and why it's important to take care of their skin and why it's important to use non-toxic um, skin care. Yeah, I love that. Rather than just sharing a product, you're really sharing the why, which in the mm-hmm. end is much more compelling. I mean, the more I listen to you today, the more I'm thinking, wow, I really get this. I really need to do a better job. Whereas if I just saw a product on the shelf, I really wouldn't be that moved by it. Um, knowing the whole story and the why and the how, it really does make it much more compelling. So you mentioned um, that there was an app if you wanted to check out certain ingredients. Mm-hmm. What, can you tell me again what that app is? It's called uh, EWG. It's the Environmental Working Group app. And the app itself is called Healthy Living. But if you just Google EWG, um, It'll come up to healthy living, and uh, what that—that's a—that's a great place to start. If anyone is really interested in learning about their skincare products and if they are what, where they are in terms of um, toxic versus non-toxic, um, so you get the app, and then all you do is um, you plug in your, you type in what your products like, what you're using, like say if you're using Neutrogena or Clinique, and it will pop up all of the products in the Clinique line and it will rate them. So um, one, two, you know, it goes from one, which is really good to eight or nine or 10. You don't even want to go there. If it's 10, you're like, okay, this is, I got to get, I got to get rid of these products. Um, If it's a one or a two, that's good. Three is sometimes, you know, it it all depends. You look at the ingredients and and if there are certain things like formaldehyde is really bad. Um, Parabens is bad. so you, you look for those things, but one or two is really good. And I'm happy to say that most of um, Beauty Counter's products have the have earned the EWG seal of approval, which is like the good housekeeping seal, which means yeah. they are they are they are green. They're like number one. We do have some products in the well in the three area, and that's primarily like in the, the makeup section. It is really hard to make a very clean makeup. Yeah. Especially with the eyeshadows and on um, this matter of fact we are getting rid of we are introducing a new eyeshadow formula uh, for later on in 2021 because our our eyeshadows have a trace of toxicity so we're, we're taking them off the market can you imagine that we've had the nerve to just take them off the market yeah well that shows the commitment of the company yeah um, and what i really like so this app is is not a beauty counter app right it's an no app. no no it's it's actually the ewg is like over it's a 25 year old company it's an authority on um, on how actually on it, the, the app is for um, food too, so it rates food and um, it's a so it's an independent uh, research company and it's really it's like the authority on um, on on rating the toxicity um, of your of our products of our consumables. So that includes food too, food and, and beauty products. Definitely going to put that EWG. on the homepage of my phone is where I'm going to put. Yeah, I, I do it all the time. Oh, this is so good. I've learned so much today and I hope other people are learning a lot today. I have one other question I want to ask you before we have to wrap up for today. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'd love to hear what has been so rewarding, you know, working with the beauty counter and working with all these women. I'm sure you see a range from people who, you know, are used to a more complicated routine and then people like me who are just starting out. So what, what do you find is so meaningful in working with um, women in men in this job? In the, well, first and foremost, every time I come off of training, I am just so amazed at the level of commitment and just the intelligence of everybody. I mean, it's like people have incredible backgrounds um, in um, beauty counter. There have been like executives working in, um, you know, corporate, corporate companies. And we actually attract a lot of people in the medical profession, nurses and doctors and things like that, um, because they're, because they're, you know, they, they know about um, health. So like just last night, I was just so amazed by what I learned. I pick up um, and also, I, I think it's just made me more um, a better person that I've, uh, I'm more conscientious of, of being a, a good person. Um, you know, I mean, customer service to me means everything. It really, and I, I over deliver what I promise. I, and if, if someone says to me, I really am really, really unhappy, I'll like come to your door and sit down with you and say, but I mean, I've learned that, you know, I mean, it's, I'm truly building a business of like-minded women and men, and I want to satisfy their their needs and desires. So uh, my greatest desire is is being the best, delivering the best customer service. And Beauty Counter, the community helps you do that. And it's all about your word. I mean, it's it's been a total absorption into life. I mean, I I have a I have a master's degree, and what I'm learning through Beauty Counter cannot be taught in books. So I am learning, yeah. I'm learning about life, how to treat people, how to show gratitude, how to um, collaborate with people, how to be open to different suggestions. Um, and just it's raised my consciousness on such a level that I, I really never expected this to happen from a beauty brand. As a matter of fact, when I first joined, my mother says, I, I, get real, you know, like, <laughs> what are you doing with your, all you, you have, you're so well educated. I said, I said, yeah, and so is everyone else in Beauty Counter. So, and I think that's why it attracts um, people who are really educated based because we are first and foremost an education company. We are an advocacy company, and that and our mission is to get better beauty into the hands of everyone, one person at a time. I so think it's been an all it's been an all experience. It's just been the so. Where can people like me who need to elevate their game find you? Um, What's the best way to get in touch with you? Call me. No, I can, well, um, let's see. I have, um, what do you need to know? I have my um, email. And again, if, if anyone wants to get my newsletter, you can just uh, send me um, um, an, an email saying you'd like to get my newsletter. I'm really, I'm kind of proud of my newsletter because I'm a writer first and foremost. So I really put a lot of time into it's that. Excellent. I've seen And it. I feature a lot of people too. So it's R Brutico, B as in boy, R U. T S and Thomas I C O at this is long winded. Um, this is when I have my public relations firm Quintcom Q U I N as in Nancy T S and Tom C O M M dot com. And uh, my cell is if you want to text me is six one seven three three five nine eight four nine. 
And I think the best way to get would to really start is to have a conversation. I mean, it's if, you know, even if you go online to the website, it's like that can be overwhelming. Um, as a matter of fact, before I joined, I didn't even really look at the website that much because I didn't even know what I was looking for. So if you're really one of those people who has no idea where to begin, then I think just a direct conversation because get into like, what do you use now? What would you like to use? What, what interest do you have? But if you do want to go online, um, I have a website through Beauty Counter and it's um, www.beautycounter, and that's one word, B-E-A-U-T-Y-C-O-U-N-T-E-R.com forward slash, and then my name, um, all one word and small letters, Rosemary, R-O-S-E-M-A-R-Y, Brutico, B-R-U-T-I-C-O. And I'm just getting set up on Instagram. So um, I have a Facebook too um, under Rosemary Brutico. So um, but Instagram Excellent. is, yeah. All right. Well, so many ways that we can hunt you down and find you and connect. Um, I know I'm excited to poke around on the website and you're going to help me get set up with a much better routine so I can take care of this precious largest organ. And <laughs> thank you so much. And you're going to help me get uh, take care of my precious body, which is like so in need of exercise. Yes, so I it's, love it's, these. It's a win-win situation. Yes. It's a total beauty. I love it. Mutually beneficial relationships. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for being here. This was All so right, Carol. And a pleasure to get to know more about Beauty Counter and um, more about how you are providing excellent customer service to give people. Uh, a start, a start in developing better habits. So thanks for joining me and um, I'll look forward to more following up with more information. Thank you so much, Carol. It's been a pleasure. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you loved today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.